Now, questions have also been raised in Zimbabwe regarding the credentials of the newly appointed coach, uh, Coach Lugarusich. Yeah. I think even the president of the Zimbabwean Football Association, uh, President Felton uh, Kamambo, could pronounce his name. Well, he made the announcement yesterday, which left many Warriors fans saying Zifa should have given the job to a local coach. Uh, who knows the kind of play, as well as the players who already apply their trade in the Zimbabwean league. Now, this is how Gamambo unveiled the coach. The coach that we settled for is a very experienced coach. 20 years of coaching experience, UFI Pro license and a CAF license. He has coached uh, in most of the continent in Zimbabwe. (laughs) (laughs) Not Zimbabwe, (laughs) most of the continents in the world. I might have uh, difficulties in pronouncing the name, so I'm not going to pronounce the name. He can speak English quite well, and this coach is... uh, Loga Lusich is our new coach with the immediate effect. All right, so well, you can hear there from the president of the Zimbabwean Football Association, President Felton Kamambo, uh, saying what he said about the new coach of Zimbabwe. Remember, we've got to keep a very close and keen eye on the, the Zimbabweans based on, you know, the draw, what happened at the draw. Uh, but then we got the Herald newspaper senior sports journalist uh, coming through live from Zimbabwe. Uh, that's a man that I completely and highly respect, Robson Sharuko who joins me on the line. Robson, so good to have you on MSW. Good evening and welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Rob. The biggest show in the world, the biggest show on the continent, the biggest show on the four continents in Zimbabwe. My goodness. I, I, I knew people <laughs> listened to us in Zim. I did not know that it was part of the Zimbabwean culture. <laughs> it is, it is, it is, Rob, uh, you know. Um, the, 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 the profile that you have created for yourself and um, the audience that you have um, uh, here is huge. So uh, people follow every day because also you should consider that we've got a number of Zimbabwe players and coaches down in South Africa and um, people want to know what is happening. And uh, the best way to do that, we have found out, is to be on the show. Listen to the show and get the latest. Sure. I mean, you're putting a lot of pressure on us now, Robson. Uh, but we, we do accept that and we do thank you so much indeed for tuning in all the way in Zimbabwe. Now, the issue around the coach, we heard from the president there of the association struggling, firstly, to pronounce the name. Secondly, uh, saying that, you know, Zimbabwe is a continent. Um, do you know who the coach is? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the guy is, uh, is from Croatia. There are there, there, there issues over his age. Um, if you will search one website, will tell you that he's 54. The other website will tell you that he's telling 58. His name is um, Logarushke. Uh, it's, uh, like he said, like, like the paper president said, it's quite a difficult name to pronounce. But uh, be that as it may, 
Uh, this guy has been in Africa for the past 11 years. He has called in Ghana, he has called in Sudan, called in Kenya, called in Angola. Uh, he has been all over the show. But um, I, I wouldn't say that he's one of the high-profile coaches from Europe. He's um, a guy who has been trying to build his profile uh, quietly along in the, on the continent. He's been coaching a number of football clubs. He was with Sudan in his last assignment, and uh, that is his major claim to fame. And uh, because of that, the, um, there is division within Zimbabwe about whether this is the right appointment. There was a lot of wind, a lot of guys wanted Mitchell, you, the second guy who was in charge of Paris recently, to be the one who takes over as the Warriors coach. But unfortunately, it appears he's going to Zambia. And now this appears to be a second option which the five um, fallen for. And um, if you look at the opinion in Zim, the majority of people appear to say that he isn't the right guy to coach the national team. There is a small constituency that says, let's give him a chance. But um, it's not going to be easy, Rob. When you look at his first assignment with the African champions, Riyad Mahrez and company, we play Algeria in March in the Afghan qualifiers. That's back-to-back matches. And any coach who gets such an assignment as his first um, uh, matches, I will tell you that it's not easy. So I fear for this guy. Um, I fear for what he's coming into. But uh, who am I to say that he's not going to succeed? We'll wait and see. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that you've just said now, Robson, which always worries me when it comes to national team um appointments is that of giving a person a chance. It's almost like saying a player must be given a chance when you get to a national team, is that everything needs to be above board. You need to have been given a chance uh, before you get to that national team, whether as a coach or a football player. And I saw even earlier, Marshall Gore, um, I mean, he was... (laughs) He was having a go with this, uh, saying that the man has no track record of success in football. He's had eight contracts terminated prematurely in the last 10 years. Says this is very, very risky. In, 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 in your take, I mean, you were also tagged on that uh, tweet as well. Do you think it's, it's as risky as he describes it to be? Um, Rob, uh, there, is, there is no doubt that um, this is a very risky um, move by Zifa. Um, in the um, in the newspaper in the Herald today, we actually described it as a big gamble. The football leaders have taken a big gamble. Uh, it might cost them very dearly if the team doesn't qualify for the Afghan uh, finals. Uh, it could have a backlash on Zifa themselves. And um, how they came up with this guy, a few people have been trying to find out how it was possible that they settled for this man, but to, we just can't one to, to you can you can't put uh, an answer to it. We have been searching. We can't understand how we came to uh, say that we are going to settle for this Croatian guy. One of the things probably is that uh, you, you understand very well that Ziva do not have the financial resources to foot the uh, the budgets of the kind of coaches the fans would have wanted to convert the potential which the Warriors have. Because there is no doubt that when you look at the Zimbabwe national team, when you look at Kama Billiard, when you look at Knowledge and Sona, the Mahachis, Kachinoka, they were making a big move to Leon. If you look at Marvinus, 
with of players who can actually go to the and even the final of the AFCON tournament. But now and again, we don't play as for them their potential. Either we don't have the right coach, or when we have the right coach, there's a lot of intervention in terms of the work that the coach does. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of uh, a lot of things that the administrators could do to make the uh, atmosphere conducive for a coach to produce the right result and lead this team to realize his dreams. Unfortunately, Zimbabwe has become the trend that now and again we need fire. We don't do very well, not because we are not able to do very well, but because we don't have the right recipe to do very well. And unfortunately, when I look at it, this coach, while we are all prepared to give him a chance, he doesn't seem to have the pedigree. He doesn't seem to have the experience. He doesn't seem to have the, the, the charisma that one expects to come into the dressing room and then convert what we have in terms of the potential and then turn it into the success story that the fans want. And it's a, it's a big thing. It has been trending a lot. Um, but then uh, we, we only saw recently uh, Rob, when mm-hmm. Orlando Pirates uh, appointed their coach. There was a lot of, um, a lot of backlash from the fans who were saying, who is this coach? Why do we need him? But we have seen that in the last couple of weeks or months, things have stabilized the Pirates. And uh, there are people who are saying, if this guy had come earlier in the season, Pirates would probably be competing with teams for the title. So in football, you can never say this is it. So everybody has to give this guy a chance has been appointed, but the tests are coming thick and fast. No, without a doubt. Uh, I think the one thing that really got me a bit worried, especially as you say, you're going to be playing against the African champions, Algeria, in the back-to-back CAF Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers uh, on the 23rd as well as the 30th of March, respectively, is when a coach is unveiled and he is described, and I quote here, that he is very experienced coach, 20 years of coaching. He's coached in most of the continents and can speak English quite well. Now, yeah, that description but, 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 uh, really bowls me over. But uh, look, um, Rob, the, the, you, you can coach for 20 years, but which teams were you coaching? He was, which leagues were you coaching? He was, he was coaching King Faisal Babes in Ghana in the Premier League, and he was hardly staying more than a year. Uh, in all of these, I mean, 2009 to 2010, again, Robson, he was at King Faisal Babes, hardly lasted a year, went to Ashanti Gold, um, and maybe just within a year he went to Go Mahaya, and within a year he was at Simba SC, and within a year he was AFC Leopards, within a year he was gone to Interclub, within a year he was Ashanti Kotoko. I mean, that's your entire life pushed down to five years. Yeah, yeah, Rob, that, that's a worry. You know, it, it then tells you that, that there is a nomadic aspect about this guy. And um, right now, when you look at the Zimbabwe team, uh, it doesn't probably need a man who is just coming in just for the short term. It needs a man who is there, who has got a vision. Like I said, that we've got a lot of players who are coming through, mm. who need that technical touch, who need that guidance for them to realize their potential. And unfortunately, when you look at the history of the coach who's coming in, there isn't anything to give you that assurance that he will be there at the end of the year. 
And that worries a lot of people. Because I was speaking to the Ghanaian radio yesterday, they contacted the master news broke that he was now in charge of the Zimbabwe team. And um, he was telling the Ghanaians that, you know, he's not going to, um, to, to tell them that he's not ready to come to court Ghana. If an opportunity opens up in Ghana, you'll be ready to court them. And then it also told them that um, he believed that the Ghanaian Black Stars will be the, uh, will be the team that will win the group to go for the final round of qualifiers for the World Cup um, 2022. And when you look at it, he then says that he believes Zimbabwe and South Africa are only playing for second place. Well, maybe that could be a very sober assessment of the situation. But when you say it in a game where the emotions of the fans, where the national team is concerned, where even the fans of a country uh, which hasn't qualified for the Nations Cup will tell you is them that we're going to go to the World Cup. It creates a lot of uh, emotions among those fans who begin to believe that probably you come in with an air of resignation when they're expecting you to provide the leadership to take the, the, that team with the World Cup because they've seen it happen before. They've seen Angola of all teams go to the World Cup. They've seen Zimbabwe come within 90 minutes of going to the World Cup. So when a coach then says that Zimbabwe and South Africa are only playing for second place and that coach is in charge of Zimbabwe, it creates a lot of controversy among the fans. Robson, my final question to you is that had the decision lay in your hands as a well-respected journalist on the African continent, who would you have gone for? Rob, that's a difficult question. We've got very good coaches right now. Um, if you remember very well, we're just coming from beating Zambia at home. Some guys can say this is probably the weakest Zambian team, so it should not provide the barometer for you to judge yourself. But whenever you go and play in Zambia, especially when it's a derby, when it's Bafana, when it's the Warriors, it's difficult in Lusaka. But we've beaten them. So I've got a very good pattern of coaches. One of our coaches has just won the Malawian league title for the second straight season. His name is Kalisto Pasua. We've got um, Norman Mapeza, who's doing transformation uh, sort of thing at Chippa United. And we've got Kaitano Kembo, who's doing very well at um, Super, Super Sport. Sport. Yeah. So we, we've got the, the coaches, but we don't have, um, I think, we don't have the resources to hire those coaches. If I was the guy who was going to hire the, a coach, I would have gone for Norman. But would I then have the resources to take Norman out of Chippa United and bring him to Zifa? I don't think it would happen because already Zifa owns Norman about 100,000, uh, according to his agent, U.S. dollars. And that money would have to be paid first before Norman uh, comes in. And then there's also the release clause from Chippa. I don't know, 20 million uh, rand, yep. uh, 1.5 million dollars. So when you put all those bills, the best possible candidate who would have coached the national team is then bowed out by circumstances. And unfortunately, Rob, uh, we have had a number of European coaches, but none of them have taken the Warriors to the Nations Cup. The Warriors have appeared at the Nations Cup three times, and on those three occasions, only the local coaches have delivered. Sunday Marriott, for example, was the first one. Um, Chelsea Knauri came in in 2006, and then Kalito Pasua 
came in in 2017, and then next year coming in for the first time. So this whole thing of bringing in the foreign coaches doesn't strike a chord among some of the fans who believe that even the best of the foreign coaches that we have brought here haven't uh, taken us to where we wanted. Oh, Robson, you know, there's so much to talk about, but I'm, I'm glad. Thank you so much for that sober analysis. And uh, we wish you everything of the best. We right across the border here, watching all the developments, following all the social media comments. And it's been really fascinating backwards and forwards, uh, the kinds of comments that we've been receiving um, on this side. But best of luck. I hope to see you soon. Uh, thanks a lot, Robin. Keep your support for Zim football. It means a lot. I mean, to the players, to the fans, to everyone here. I mean, in you, they see a voice. And um, keep doing that. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. One of the best scribes you'll ever find working for the Herald newspaper. Uh, he's a senior sport journalist coming through live from Zimbabwe. Uh, that is Urobsin uh, Sharuko. Yeah, he's broken it down. I don't know what your thoughts are. To many of our Zimbabwean uh, listeners of this show, Marawa Sports Worldwide, 0605842250. Maybe you want to put a voice to your thoughts and your opinions about this appointment that has been made. Please uh, uh, feel more than free to do that. You're listening to Metro FM as well as Radio 2000. You're on either 96.4 or on 97.2 to 100 FM. And if you're on social media, you're running amok. With hashtag MSW, Marawa Sports Worldwide. I'm looking forward to a great, great show tonight. Yeah, I cannot wait because, you know, at times you've got to take an off-ramp. At times you've got to do things that we don't normally do. And that's the beauty of radio. Because what we don't normally do is something that is usually liked by everybody that is listening. Including what's about to happen after this.